Welcome to Imperfection in Progress, a podcast for ambitious women who are people pleasers, perfectionists, or procrastinators. Want to feel less stress and more joy in your life? Then this is for you. I'm your host, Don Calvinisti. On today's episode, we dive into what we learn about ourselves from parenting our children with podcast host and author Sarah Bragg. Sarah began the podcast Surviving Sarah. She also created, produced, and hosted the first two seasons of the Raising Boys and Girls podcast. And she is the author of A Mother's Guide to Raising Herself, What Parenting Taught Me About Life, Faith, and Myself. Sarah is a master at brewing coffee and helping others survive well, right where they are. We dive deep on how people-pleasing and perfectionism shows up in our lives. Sarah shares so many great insights on ways she's learned from her girls in these areas while trying to help them navigate the same issues. I know you're going to have so many takeaways from today. Here's my conversation with Sarah. Welcome to the podcast, Sarah. It's so good to see you again. It's good to see you too. I had Sarah with me in one of my summits and she was such a great speaker. And I felt like, I think every summit that I do, I take notes, but there's certain speakers where I just feel like I learned from them too. And you were one of those. So I wanted to have you on the podcast. Thank you. And congrats on the podcast. It's always exciting to start something new and dive into that. We need all the help we can get these days from any voice we can hear. So we'll take it. That's right. There's a lot of noise out there. So Hopefully, and I know, I mean, from speaking with you before, but also from reading through your book, from knowing that you're a mom and being a mom myself, I know that the three P's that I really am focusing on are things that you have experienced and they're things that you also pay attention to as a mom like I do. And so I would love if we can just talk around the ideas of what are you learning? What did you learn earlier as a mom when it comes to things like people-pleasing and procrastination and being a perfectionist. (laughs) What have you learned through raising girls that you realize, hmm, these are things I'm going to do differently? How long do we have on this show to talk about those things? (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny that even, even today, those were topics of conversation with my daughter on the way to school this morning. So We are learning a lot about those. I think many of those, I think I've always known as a little bit of a procrastinator. So maybe that didn't fully come on with raising kids, but I think I've always been a people pleaser. I've always leaned towards perfectionism, but they, those two things specifically really, it's like someone took a flashlight and like spotlight on those two things in me once I became a mother. I don't think I realized how much I was people pleasing and how much I was aiming for perfection in what I was doing until I was raising my girls. And it's in those things, people pleasing, it it went from everything from, I couldn't make up my mind of how to do certain things because you're looking, I was looking to everyone else for like, well, how do you do it? Is, is this what we're supposed to do? I felt like I, I use that phrase supposed to, or should all the time. And especially when the girls were little and you're wondering how to keep them alive and what's the best way. Do you do this? Do you do that? Are you supposed to do this or not supposed to do that? There's just so many things. And honestly, there's really no wrong, wrong way. It's, but I was constantly people pleasing. I was doing things because I thought this is what I was supposed to do. Never really in those early years, stepping back to look, what do, what feels right to me? And even if it, someone might 
be disappointed, especially a family member or someone else go, oh, I don't know why she's doing that. And I spent so much time trying to please everybody else or even please my kids, make them happy because I didn't want the meltdown at the end of the day. And there's a lot of people pleasing. And so raising them forced me to have to take a hard look at that in my own life and wrestle with that along with perfectionism. I love control. And I think that raising kids really highlights that you actually have zero control, but I fought (laughs) that for a long time. I think I still fight that. I think maybe if I just can do this just right, this outcome will be it. And it's just over and over again, raising kids is a lesson in no, no, it just doesn't work that way. And so I've had many opportunities. Once the girls were older, my girls right now are seventh grade and ninth grade. And so we are having one of my daughters leans a lot like me. And there's a lot of people pleasing and a lot of perfectionism. And that's what those conversations this morning were about. We're having a lot of those conversations now that they are in this season of life where they are getting a little more independent and they're able to make a lot more of their decisions and they're seeing outcomes and seeing that play out. And so we're having a lot of those conversations, which again, it just keeps highlighting to myself that I'm still a work in progress on those things as well. I agree with you totally on that part. I have three kids. I have a 19-year-old daughter, a 17-year-old son, and an 11-year-old daughter. And my 11-year-old daughter and I had a conversation just recently where she felt like she needed to pull back from a friendship. And this is something I've watched her struggle with and watched her struggle with because she's not her when she's Mm -hmm. around a particular friend. And that people-pleasing, I just want her to like me. And it's, it's hard to watch them struggle with that. Yes. And I always say this, it's interesting. The more that I've learned about developmental stages of kids, the more I realize that as adult women, we tend to circle back to that tween age quite often because I know exactly what you're talking about. And it's very normal for that age, 11 year old, 12 year old, 13 to be going, who am I? And trying on different personalities and trying to figure out, and maybe I need to be this way or that way to be liked but I'm 44 and I'm doing the same thing. Like, does anybody like me? Do I need to be a little bit more like this? Do I need to be a little bit more like that? And so I think this is something that we're going to, no matter what age, I feel like we just dip back into those same questions, especially in different seasons and different things kind of thrust us into that. But you're right. That is they're, they're trying on that stage. And sometimes and we as parents have seen our kids for the longest and go, that's not who you are. You know, what, who are you? What are you, what are you acting like that for? That's not you. It's hard to watch sometimes. Yeah. And I think that's where it mirrors like for us, Mm -hmm. right? We start thinking like, am I doing that in this relationship? Yes. Well, that's where, then of course, and that's really where the idea from my book came out because I felt like I was constantly telling my daughter something and I had to really look in the mirror at myself and go, Am I taking that same advice? Do I believe that's true for me? If I believe that's true for them, am I living like it's true for me? You know, perfectionism. My daughter, we were driving to school this morning and something had happened last night and she was just, it was like the tiniest mistake. You know what I mean? There's one of those where she didn't know any different, but the moment that it happened, she was like, Ooh, I shouldn't have done that. And she pulled back and then she just berated herself all night. She woke up still. It was just go, that one loop roller coaster going over and over and over. And of course, I'm looking at her going, oh my gosh, 
I know exactly. I do this too. Like I'll wake up at three in the morning and I'm on a one loop roller coaster over something I did and I can't let it go. And so I'm looking at her going, you have to figure out how to let it go. And of course, in my mind, I'm going, I don't know how to let it go. You're feeling like you can't, you can't help in that moment. But it was that same conversation that was forcing me when I'm telling her it was just a mistake. Are you allowed to make mistakes? And she's like, no. And I'm like, you know, you are, you're allowed to make mistakes. You learn from mistakes. This is just normal things that happen. And I'm having to say the same things as I'm coaching her and how to get over and to let this go and not demand perfection that she misstep the slightest misstep. I'm having to go, do you coach yourself in the same way? Can you let that thing go that you won't let go? Can you accept that you aren't perfect and that you're going to have to stumble your way some? So it's definitely just that mirroring. I think that's what's so interesting is teaching our kids things. It really is such a great guide to ourselves to learn how to grow up a little. Regular accountability increases your chance of success by over 90%. That's why I created the Imperfection in Progress VIP membership to help women move out of the three Ps and into a more relaxed, simpler, and joyful life. We have live monthly coaching calls that are also recorded and put into the membership area. One call with me and the other with a guest expert. We cover everything from physical health, movement, nutrition, sleep, to mental and emotional health stress, anxiety, negative thoughts. We cover personal growth with topics like self-worth, confidence, happiness, hard conversations, boundaries, and self-talk. I love to help women put themselves on their own to-do list without guilt. This membership could be the perfect gift to you from you. Are you ready to move into your best life yet? What are you waiting for? Our Imperfection in Progress VIP membership is only $37 per month or $370 for a year. That's two months free. This is the lowest investment you'll ever find coaching for. Ready to become an Imperfection in Progress VIP member? Go to pursueprogress.com forward slash Imperfection in Progress membership or click the link in the show notes. Now back to our episode. And I think it's interesting when, like, I think the things that you notice in them that you, I don't know if it's that you get upset at the most or you feel the most like, you should know this is usually the thing that we struggle <laughs> with ourselves the most. Yes, it is. You know? And it's because, you know, and it's, I, I guess you just want better for your kids too. You're like, how do you not know this yet? And you're like, oh, well, they haven't actually learned this yet, but you have had 44 years to figure this out. That's right. <laughs> you know, but it is, it's like, and I think maybe some of it, your heart breaks for your own self, you know, that you haven't yet, you know, that you still struggle with that. And again, that. The fact that I even say that points back to the perfectionist in me that I still want to do it right the first time. I still want to somehow be perfect and not have to learn the hard way on anything, but allowing yourself just to be that human that is bumping around and figuring it out. And it's okay to not know everything. And it's okay to not do everything right the first time that it's okay. Yeah, that's the beauty really of life, right? Getting these experiences <laughs> and learning from them and then picking up and changing or doing it different or trying it, trying something new next time. But I think if anybody is a perfectionist that's listening, the fact that we're sitting here, you're in your forties, I'm just in my fifties and we don't have it all figured out. Like, right. but often we look around at everyone around us and think they know better than us. And therefore we have to look just yeah. so, so that they don't know, we yeah. don't have it figured out. Right. 
I know. What do we do about that? How can we all just let our guard down a little bit? (laughs) I think that's one of the things that I, I guess one of the reasons why I've podcasted and why I write is because I just want someone to go, oh, she doesn't have it figured out either. Okay. Okay. So I'm not the only one. Just think the more of us that we can let be vulnerable enough to let our true self kind of step up, step into the light and into a relationship. I think the more freedom we all get to feel. Yeah. It's one of those things where I feel like we should be wearing those tags around our neck where it says, I don't have it figured out or know everything <laughs> right. <laughs> <Do it> wrong often. <laughs> right. Oh, yes. I think that is because that has been such a, something I've struggled with my whole life, that perfectionist piece. It is something I feel like I have really tried to push in my daughters, not trying to make them perfectionist, but going, hey, it's okay to fail. Like you need to try something and you may not make it like, for instance, again, my daughter that leans more towards perfectionism. The thing about perfectionism is that a lot of times you just don't start, right? You just want to like, you're like, oh, I'm too afraid because I might fail or I might look stupid or I might look uncool or whatever that fear is. We just go, well, then I just won't do it. I just, I just won't do it. And so we hold back out of that fear. And so for me, some of the steps that I've taken in the last, I don't know, probably like five to eight years is just trying to almost do things where I might fail just to test the waters to see, oh, you actually are still breathing. That didn't work out, but you're still standing here and you're still loved by people. It's all okay. For instance, like I I tried doing some video, like TV hosting kind of thing. I love it. I loved it. But I was like, I'm going to go do this class and I'm going to walk in. I don't have any experience and people have been in this industry for a while. And I remember being so nervous, but I was like, you know what? It's okay if I don't look cool. It's okay if I don't know what I'm doing, but I need to try it. And I need to show myself that even if those things come true and I like flop and I do terrible, I'm still me. I'm still loved. I can still show up. And I started just pushing myself to try things, even if I was scared because I might fail because that was pushing against that perfectionism in me. And so I'm doing that with my daughters. I forced my youngest to try out for tennis this year. And she was just very adamant that she did not want to do this. She cried. And then lo and behold, she made the team. And then she cried some more because she's like, I didn't want to be on the team. And now I have to play and I'm going to lose and all these things. And I felt like the worst mom in the world because I was pushing her to maybe fail, right? She was going to try out for the team. She could have not made the team. Now she made the team. She might lose every match. What am I doing? but I knew it was good for her. I knew it was good to push past that perfectionism. She needed to push past that fear. And because there's a whole lot of good that would come from learning from a coach, being a part of a team, making friends, all of these things. And at the end of the season, she was like, I'm so glad you made me do that. That was the best thing for me to do. And I'm like, can we get that etched in like a plaque somewhere (laughs) so I can see that often. But I think that's what we have to do. And it comes as we have to like really be mindful to push ourselves to do the thing that we're very afraid to do because we might not do it perfect or we might fail at it. But I think those are necessary for us to push against so that we can really move forward out of that perfectionist tendency. Mm -hmm. I think I really relate to perfectionists because growing up, I held myself back from doing things. And Mm -hmm. I often missed out on things I really would have loved to do. It's those things where now I look back and regret, right? Like, why didn't you just do it? Why didn't you just do it? And so for my kids, they hear a lot from me. Yeah, you know what? You probably suck at it. It's okay. Like, that's okay. Because you never did it. Like, how are you going to be 
number one, if you've never, ever tried it, of course, you're not going to be perfect. Just go and have fun. Do it. Right. So yeah, it's definitely, it's that part of giving ourselves permission to set the bar Mm -hmm. low because we're often told you have to be the best. Yes. Yes. You have to be number one. Yeah. And you have to know how to do it the first time you do it, or you have to be an expert Mm -hmm. before you ever even try it. And I have a coffee mug and it's my favorite mug. And on it has like a, a ribbon and it says third place. And it's essentially (laughs) saying like, it's okay. Just take third place. Like you don't have to be number one. Like you can take yourself out of the running for being the best today. And that's hard. Mm -hmm. I I want to win. I want to be the, like, that's so ingrained in me, but it's just not the reality of life. And so when I'm in my healthiest version of myself, I'm owning that third place and just going, I'm good. Like showing up is enough and third place is enough. And I don't have to be the best. And I definitely think that if that's something that we struggle with, like for me, it is important to pass, try to pass on it those things that I'm learning to my girls so that, you know, especially when they are bent in the same way to, so that they don't (laughs) chase that first place all the time. They may still, but hopefully they'll hear that voice in their head of their mother saying, it's okay. You can be third place. (laughs) Right. That's right. That's right. I had a coach at one point that I loved that said to me this month, I need you to fail at something. I need Mm. you to fail at something. I'm like, what? I don't want to fail. And she's like, that's the problem. I just need mm. you to fail at something. And if you don't fail this month, then you didn't do well. So I'm like, yeah. okay, that's so not what I would think. But after that month, realizing, you know what? I did not die. I mm. did not, I did not ruin my world that I didn't yeah. accomplish that, yeah. that it didn't work. It changes everything when you realize it does not destroy your life. Yes. If you don't do everything exactly yes. right. Yeah. And I think, I don't know about you and I don't know, maybe this is, I don't know if this is universal or not, but for me, it was always tied to love and belonging. Mm-hmm. So my motivation for being perfect was that fear of if I mess up, am I going to be loved? Am I going to belong? Mm-hmm. And I think the more that we allow space for ourselves, but also for our children to fail a little bit and they can see that, oh, my parents still showed up, still mm. love me. I still belong here. I think that's like such a, that's such a great gift. And it's the thing that I'm constantly working on is going, I'm still love no matter what, like no matter what happens, what I don't do, what gets done or left undone at the end of the day, I'm still loved period. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And I think even asking our kids, right. If we burn dinner, you know, or we do something, uh, yeah. like, does this change how you feel about me? Like, do you love me any less because I didn't do things how it should have turned out, how you would have liked it? I think sometimes letting them know, like, I failed at this and letting them see it's okay. Like, we could choose how we handle that. Yeah. You know, one of the things that as I was, you know, forcing my daughter to play tennis this year, I, I feel like this is hand in hand. I kept telling her it's okay to be a beginner because I think that's a message that those of us who struggle with perfectionism struggle with, because we said it, we want to be the best. We want to know how to do it right away. We want to be an expert without any experience. And so I kept telling her it's okay to be a beginner and you don't have to know everything about this right away and really coaching that because really what I'm doing is coaching myself. And I, and I told her, I was like, listen, I played tennis through college. I said, but that was like, I don't know, 25 
years ago, like going on 30 years ago, I said, I haven't played tennis since. So I said, I, if I pick up a racket, I'm going to be a beginner again for a little bit. I said, would it make you feel any better if I was a beginner along with you? And she said, yes. And I said, okay, then I will start playing tennis so that you can see that I'm okay. I'm, I'm, I don't like looking silly, especially when I was like sort of an expert at one time in my life. And now I'm really not, but it's like going, it's okay to be a beginner. And I think that's a message that we need to hear, especially if you're a new mom, you've never been a mom before. You don't know what you're doing. Like Mm. all of those things, it's okay to be a beginner and figuring these things out. I think that's a message that those of us that are recovering perfectionists need to hear quite often. Yeah. That, I mean, that's something that literally you could put on the wall somewhere that it's yes. okay to be a beginner because it would benefit the whole family just yes. to keep a bit of that mindset. Eh? Yes. So tell me what you're doing now. What are you up to that oh. our audience can, can connect with you and see what you're up to? Because yes. I know I love hearing from you anytime that I see you post about anything like you, like the tennis lessons. I love yes. learning <laughs> from that for myself. I know. Well, I feel like I've been in a quiet season Yeah, my book came out in August of 21. And then I really, starting in the fall of 21, took a step back. And I think all of us have been, we don't think we realized how much we were treading water through 2020 and 2021. I feel like that was just like one like mega year, 2020, 21. That just needs to be like (laughs) one mega, two, those two years need to be a mega year. So right now I'm working on book two, just got the green light to work on that. So now it's going... So I'm really facing all those things that we're thinking about the procrastination, the people pleasing and the perfectionism. <laughs> I'm having to like really take a hard look at those things. Like today, I just wanted to, you know, I was supposed to write and I was like, I just want to go wander around Target or something. Do I need to write? Is it due yet? Do we have to do that? Facing all those things. Um, so I'm writing book two and, and then my podcast is, I've been paused for a little while just again to create, I wanted to create space again. I feel like I've been treading water and I was like, I need to pull back and be inspired and find words. And then, so it's just been on pause. It'll come back at some point, but, but in the meantime, I'm just like leaning into our ordinary life and trying to find uh, inspiration to be creative and forcing myself to you know, I, I'm looking at, I've got a guitar and a ukulele hanging on my wall and it's, I've got some handwriting things over here. Like I'm pushing myself to try new things, kind of what we're talking mm-hmm. about to help bring that creativity to what I need to bring to the paper. So that's what's happening now. That's awesome. I think that's such an important part of all of this that we're practicing what we're preaching, right? So if you want to be able to develop those skills, if you want to be able to do the hard stuff, then it's, doing things that you haven't done. And I love that you're doing that. I'm looking forward to a book that's coming out. Do we have an idea of when? Yes. It will still feels like eternity. It'll be March of 2024. So, you know, the publishing world is a very long process. So I've got about six months to write it. And then, so it's due in 2023 and then it will come out in 2024. Hopefully we can have you back once your book's out and I get a chance to read through it. That'd be awesome. So good. Well, thank you so much, Sarah, for being on Imperfection in Progress. I so appreciate just hearing from your perspective of what you've gone through, what you're teaching the next generation to do, Mm -hmm. and that you're here sharing it with us. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to today's show. If you found value in what you heard, please share it with a friend and rate and review us on whatever platform you listen on. 
It really helps get us out to other women who could benefit from listening. Check out our show notes for details from the show and to connect with me or our guests. Want to continue the conversation? My website is pursueprogress.com or DM me at pursueprogresswithdawn on Instagram. Until next week, pursue progress no matter how imperfectly you